Good evening. It's good to be with you at the beginning of this most holy time. It's good to be together with you in person and online. In 2013, two or three days after my 20th birthday, I packed up and I moved to Washington, D.C. for two months to live in an intentional Christian community where people with and without disabilities lived together as peers. It's a place called L'Arche. Who was there? There was a man named Logan. He was a Protestant pastor and was in his early 30s and had lived in the U.S. He had been the pastor of a large American church in Paris. He had two master's degrees. There was another man named Charles who had left two different doctoral programs at Cambridge to come and live in this community. And there were beautiful people, the core members, the heart of this community, with profound intellectual and physical disabilities. The purpose of this community was not that people who were not disabled came and lived and helped people who were disabled. The point of a community like this, where people live in genuine community as peers, is that there are particular gifts that people without disabilities can provide, but there are also gifts that people with disabilities often have in a way that people without disabilities don't. A capacity for self-acceptance, for tenderness, for vulnerability. I remember very early on, maybe in the first week or two that I was there, uh, a man named Johnny, who had been born in Cuba, whose family fled with two disabled children after the revolution, kissing me on the cheek, saying, Sam, I love you. I was there on the second night, and somebody I had known for 24 hours looked me in the eyes and said, I love you. We shared prayer together, we shared meals, we shared some hilarious times and some tense times. And one of the things that the community would do periodically was gather to wash each other's feet. I don't know if you've ever washed anybody's feet. Normally, if there were not a pandemic, we would do it during this liturgy. And it's one of the most memorable things about this liturgy. We could, especially in a place like this, have a lot of really interesting and very valuable conversations that were philosophical and neurobiological about whether there is an existence of a soul in human beings. But if you wanted a kind of experiential shortcut, you could bend down and slowly and gently wash the feet of another human being. And you might find that if you did something like that, 
And maybe you have done something like that for a younger sibling when he or she was born, for an elderly relative, for a disabled person you've only known for a week. You might find that there is a human soul. Actually, if you bent down and washed somebody's feet, you would find that there are two souls. But in all seriousness, you would actually find there two souls. Yours and another person's. Embodied and fleshed. And this is what we commemorate this evening. That our God the King of kings and Lord of lords was not content to stay where he was or keep us where we are, but stooped down to be with us. What we're going to hear over the next 48 hours is not just that he stooped down to be near us or around us, but that he stooped much further than most of us in our lives are ever willing to go. And he did this with great tenderness. It's for that reason that he washed the feet of his disciples. I heard a woman tell a story once, a Catholic woman, and she was involved on a, in a protest, a demonstration on a college campus. And she said that during this protest, somebody came up and began screaming in her face. And she... And one of the men she was with asked this person who was screaming at them, would it be okay if I washed your feet? And this person let them. And they found a basin, and this woman took her shoes off, and they washed her feet. What would happen if we washed the feet of just one person we knew? What would our culture look like? What would our world look like? What would our reverence for the lives around us look like? And God has cared for us with such a tenderness that even if we can't physically do this during this liturgy right now, um, he's coming away even closer to us. We will not wash each other's feet tonight, but we will receive the total outpouring of his love. Two bodies and two souls that meet face to face one another in tenderness and in quiet when we receive the Eucharist, which is also part of the service that Jesus wanted to render at the Last Supper. We're not used to tenderness. We're often not ready for tenderness. Peter says, Lord, you will never wash my feet. But Jesus does. Like an April snow coming down unexpected, gently surprising all of us, he is here and he is near and he passes among us and we do not want him in these precious moments to pass us by.